Hey, Stu, your rent's due, motherfucker. Hey, Aries, you heard about that new uh, podcast app called Anchor? I sure did, Andy. Guess what? It's time to pay some bills. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. And they have tons of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And we know you know about that money, Jew boy. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go download your Anchor app now for free, or you can go to anchor.fm to get started today. Can you feel it, baby? That money? Yeah. And don't be pulling that falling down the stairs shit on me, you hear? Oh, I got a live one here. Oh, let's dive in. Well, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Spears and Steinberg. What the fuck happening? I knew a new winner and that a money. Uh, we took a break last week. Yeah, I had to go overseas for a hot second and get some of that goddamn A-Rab money, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Shit, I had to get some of that... Uh, uh, some of that I'm trying to think of Muslim shit uh, I had to get some of that Mahujadeen money some of that Taliban paper <laughs> Taliban paper some of that Khalik Shalik Mahad Shalim money everybody you got paid yeah man in and out baby that's how you do it in and out give me the money you know what I'm saying I had to get that shit it's too late to turn back now nigga now nigga Hey, I'm about to activate a wonder twin power on the ass. Yeah, you should already know when I walk in the door that it ain't no use in fighting on me. Oh, should I even play the right fucking track? That was Hustler's Anthem. There we go. Are we back in the most amazing way? Let me introduce you to the new talk. Go ahead, Buster, hit him. Yeah, baby. Had to get that Arab paper. Uh, but now, now. Back. Turn this shit off. Back. And now we're up in upstate New York. Yeah, where it's uh, thermal leg weather. It's getting cold. It's getting cold. It's getting, it was rainy and damp and nasty when I got here on, was it Thursday? Uh, yeah, it was. Th- it was. It was. But it, it's been nice in terms of just sunshine, but... It's brick outside, like we say here on the East Coast. That's East Coast niggas, son. Yo, what up, son? What up, God? Chilling, God. What up, fam? Yo, it's brick out here. Um, this is our second time out in uh, upstate New York at, at Nyack together. Right. But the first time we came out, I'm going to be honest, you didn't bring black folks out. No, I did. Not like you did this weekend. No, it's just because more people this weekend. Yeah. Last time I was here... Uh, attendance was kind of sketchy. It was a weird weekend, uh, it was though. It was a weird weekend. Um, but this weekend... I can't wait till I become famous enough to where there's no such thing 
as Weird Weekend. I still compete with Weird Weekends <laughs> and local festive events. What else is in town? When you get to be so large, where nigga, you are what's in town. You are the you are the weird event. You are you are the event. Um, I but, can't wait till I get to that level. But this weekend's been nice. I mean, oh, yeah. you brought out a full rooms. Both packed. shows sold out Saturday, uh, yesterday. Friday uh, was almost sold out. Friday was damn near there, and and tonight is going to be kind of cool because I guess tomorrow's what a Veterans Day. Yeah. So it's a holiday. So shout out know, to all the veterans too. Yeah, motherfuckers ain't got to go to work on Monday, so uh, you know. But uh, no, it was nice. This was been a really. It's been a really fun weekend. I've because uh, uh, anytime you go to a, a, a suburb area, yeah. you don't know what you're going to get. Right. This has been really good. Nah, but you know, again, I, I know. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. Suburb area because it's uh, not the city. Um, but, but you know, I guess I just love it because it's still East. Co- it's just you still feel like this is the city. Even though you're not in the city, because all of the elements that are in the city that make it the city, in terms of the people and the culture and the the vernacular, that's all here. It's just these are niggas with houses. <laughs> I've been driving back to Jersey every night, so because it's only dude, my voice right now minutes. is in that perfect impression pitch. Yeah, it is, and it ain't always like that because I'll be on some Al Pacino shit with the drinking and the smoking. So I've gone from you know Godfather Al. It's not. It's not. It's not business, Sonny. It's personal. It's not personal, Sonny. It's business. To Al now. So, and I was watching a bunch of shit on YouTube before you came and got me because I'm trying to figure out how to bring Al back into the mix on stage, perfect, uh, impressions wise. I just, I'm just reciting all his lines from Carlito Way. Dave is my friend, Gail. How could you say that, Gail? Well, you know I'm so close. You ain't a lawyer no more, Dave. You're a gangster. You ripped him off. So, and then I was on stage and I had you record something. Because we're going to talk about the Black Klansman, which I finally saw. But I'm, I'm in that perfect Denzel. All right, right there. All right. You hear that, you hear that quiver in the voice? That's, that's right there. So I'm, you know, and now you got me trying to do Matthew McConaughey. Crawford, Texas, they think it'd be better if we did it with the shirts off. So I'm just, you know, I'm all over the fucking place. But go ahead, man. No, what do you want? To, what do you want to start off with? Do you want to start off with Black Klansman? Because you finally saw it. I told you it was good. Yeah, I did. I did. And and, and listen, man. I, you know, I'm gonna I'm be. This is this is a moment of honesty, and this does come from you know a little bit of the salty slash bitterness that so, I have. So deep with inside of you. Deep with inside. Certain and incidentally. Uh, on the flight over here, on the plane was Keegan Michael Key. Oh, really? Yeah, he was on the plane, and I said, "What's up to him?" But you know, uh, you can tell niggas ain't gonna say it. But there's a moment, there's a there's a point eight second moment where when you look in each other's eyes, we know, but we ain't gonna say it. But I could tell. But I, you know, kept it like I thought he would keep it, and I kept it how he thought I might keep it. And we, what's up, dog? Handshakes. Oh, good to see you. A little small bullshit chit-chat. Yo, yeah, what you doing in New York? Oh, okay, okay, cool, cool. Get off the flight. Hey, man, take care, man. More continued success. Um, I'm saying that to say there's certain things I have a hard time watching, even if I know I should, uh, because there's personal history there. Like, I, I still to this day have not seen Get Out. Which and, is... And, and, and I believe you. It's ridiculous. And, I, and, I, and I probably will end up at some point um, but because of my history with Jordan Peele, eh, you know, I call it stupid or immature on my part, but it is what it is. And uh, 
I didn't really want to see the Black Klansman because, and I guess, look, if you're him, if you're Denzel's son, if you're any offspring of superstar A-list talent, fucking good for you. That, that, they ain't going to complain. But this is one of those where it's like, because your last name is Washington, you just skip the fucking line and go right to starring in a movie when there are guys out here who have paid their dues, who are paying their dues, blood, sweat, and tears. Some of them can barely afford to keep their lights on, put food in the refrigerator, and keep their their kids fed. They need the money. They need the opportunity. John David Washington, he gonna be alright. But he did a good job. Well, we'll get to that. But before we get into that, I'm just saying, trying to explain my position. Trying to explain the demons that lie within (coughs) Aerie Spears. The the bitter demons that lie within. And and I'm just like, you know. Plus, and when we talked about this kind of yesterday, and I guess now we can go ahead and get into it because you just said it, which is great. You know, it's a good, cool way to segue into it anyway. I'm expecting his daddy. Like, if, if you're going to make me watch you, and your name is Washington, son of the one of the greatest actors of all time, whether you want it to or not, it comes with an expectation. And some people would say, hey, man, it's unrealistic to think that he could, that any child of Michael Jordan's son or Richard Pryor's son or Ali's son or Denzel's son could live up to that. And and most times it don't pan out. But but you're also trying to have him live up to the Denzel that you built up over movie successful movie successful movie. Let's go back to Denzel starting off. Denzel. Denzel was always great. He not all of his movies won. Well, that's not his fault. You can give a great performance and be in a shitty movie. But he this is his this is his uh, this is his beginning of his career not he, i mean he's already been in his career but this is still the start of a career you're comparing it to uh, just uh, you know an encyclopedia of work okay that's fine too right? there's nothing wrong with that you can't help but address the elephant in the room no but it, it, that would be like like you just said jordan that would be like looking at jordan's son coming into uh college or even, look at jordan compared to college to nba jordan college wasn't the same player as NBA. So his son, if he's first few years in, in the NBA, maybe he isn't living up to it. Okay, well, here's what I'm saying, though. From the get-go, you could always see, even if the movie wasn't the biggest movie in the world, even if it wasn't the greatest movie in the world, you didn't have to have a, an encyclopedia of movies under your belt to see that Denzel had it. Okay. And I'm not saying his son doesn't have it, but it wasn't there for me. It's a different. And, 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 and let me just say this: this is a catch twenty two because I don't think you can. I don't think you can avoid it. You cannot be so and so's son or sibling or related to them and escape the inevitable. No. So here's the catch twenty two, because we understand he has to be his own man. So don't be your dad, but be your dad. You know what that means? You understand what that means? That means when you get on camera and the director goes, action, don't be your dad. Don't give us an impression. Right. Don't go, I'm going to impersonate my dad for an hour and a half. But be your dad in the sense that, nigga, be great. 
Right. And 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 I told you what took me out of it. This nigga sounds so much like his father. It's scary, which even more makes you go. How could you not be reminded of his dad when every time he opens his mouth, he sounds like his dad? I mean, it, it was I, I told you, man, if I if, if you was on a plane with me sitting next to me, you thought I was talking to myself. You just saw me talking to myself if you looked over because I was so blown away so many times by when he would talk and you would just hear it. You know, <clears throat> all right, I'm calling the Ku Klux Klan. All right. I want to be a member of the Klan. All right. My name is. You know, I'm an officer. I mean, it just it was unfucking canny how much he sounded like his dad. And and I'm just like every time you speak, I'm hearing your dad. So I it, it's it's it, it's a uh, it's it's it is what it is. It is what it is. Um but you're faulting him for for sounding like who fa- he is. I'm not faulting him for sounding him I'm not faulting him for that. I'm faulting him for and I might even know that I'm faulting him. I'm just saying, you're Denzel's son. You're starring in a movie. Show me something. Other than you sound like your dad. Show me something. You know, uh, there was a scene in a movie where uh, Denzel's son challenged, uh, what was the Klansman's name, the head of the Klan? Uh, David Duke. Yeah, yeah, he challenges David Duke and going, you know, how do you know that I'm not some guy impersonating, uh, you know, who I say I am when really I could be a black guy fucking with you, and 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 the guy goes, well, because black guys talk a certain way with their R's, you know, Ara, you know, black black guys butcher the English language basically, and uh, and then uh, Denzel Sun goes, so you mean like the difference between. Um, jive versus the king's English. Well, I'm fluent in both, and um, you know, I, I I thought about that moment, and I just went, "Yo, if that was Dave Chappelle in that character, that right there screams comedy." And 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 and, and then Denzel's son proceeded to give an example of the horrors. Dave does that same role. He makes that a moment. Between imitating whatever the king's English is, his interpretation of that, then imitating the jive nigga. Dave makes that a moment as a comic. Okay? And even if you're a dramatic dude, you can't tell me Denzel plays that same character and doesn't give it something. From an emotional standpoint, doesn't make you... What movie have you ever seen from Denzel and he don't make you feel something? Yeah, okay, but his part in this movie was a rookie cop with no experience trying to get off the, out of the, uh, the uh, what was the room, the, the records room, mm-hmm. into being an actual cop. Right. So that would be a rookie cop. He wouldn't have that, that experience. I think he played it the way that they wanted him to play it. That's why Denzel didn't play that part. Well, Obviously, he's too old to play that part, but I'm saying... He doesn't. It didn't have that character. wasn't that character. You're putting it up because you're you're measuring him on his dad's stick instead of his. How could you not? That's a meaty fucking role. Yeah, that's a meaty opportunity. How could you not? Uh, I don't know. I thought the movie was great, man. I really liked listen it. for what the movie was about. Yeah, it was cool, and and he, and and uh, and up until the very end, I'm gonna be honest. I was waiting for something, and I'm like, is it coming? It just felt like you were on this ride 
that wasn't going anywhere until the very end. I thought it ended too quickly. You thought it ended too quickly? I thought that the ride was very like um, building, 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 and then just it just happened. Well, <sighs> I guess that's how life is. No, sometimes for some motherfuckers, the ride is a motherfucker. Twists, turns, drops, yeah. loops, reverse. I felt like we just went in a straight line with that movie, and then at the end it was like, oh, here's the drop. But it didn't even really, it didn't feel like a Spike Lee movie either until that one camera shot. Right. Um, and I really loved what they did with the end when they spliced in the real footage yeah. from Charlottesville and uh, Jews Won't Replace Us with the Tiki Torchy Whites. Yeah. I thought that was some powerful shit. Yeah. Um, that definitely felt like Spike Lee type shit. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying I didn't enjoy the movie. But, you know, again, Denzel's son. Dude, everybody has to eat, even if it's Denzel's son. Even if there's uh, okay, food at, okay, food uh, okay, at okay, dad's every, house. Everybody has to eat. But, you know, some people, you know, scrape the bottom of the barrel for the food. You know, when you... You know, living in the the McDonald's empire, and your cheeseburgers come fresh, hot, and first. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I know, man, I, I know what you're saying. I, I, my, I, I feel like I have a Robin Hood mentality with this. Like, like you know, if if acting is his passion and that's what he wants to do, and which which I think, and listen, I don't know the motherfucking family like nigga. We chums. I mean, I tell you, when my when I when I came to California, my manager was Norm Nixon, uh, won a couple of championships with the Lakers and Debbie Allen's husband. And I think I've said this on the podcast. Him and Denzel are best friends, so Denzel would come over to the house often, and I I was seeing John David when he was a little boy, and I, and and he was really awesome in football. I think he was almost about to go pro, and I don't think that panned out. So then he went, okay, family business. But I think if he had it his way. His number one option was to play in the NFL because I heard he was dynamite. They even had him on Sports Center a couple of times, um, but apparently that didn't work out, and he went into the family business, and that's all fine. But Annie, and there's a fine line between what I'm what I'm trying to say and bitterness because I know no matter what I say, it's going to sound bitter. It's going to sound bitter, but this <laughs> shit is an art form man this shit is a craft damn motherfuckers De Niro himself will tell you as I've heard him say in interviews even he ain't done growing he ain't figured it out and he's a master he's Da Vinci nigga Pacino John David's father Denzel these niggas are artistes <laughs> and 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 for you know for you to step in and just automatically you just you bypass all the motherfuckers that's out here you know, blood sweat and tears he didn't do anything How before does that, that not bother you he didn't do anything before that did he i don't know let's go let's go uh here i was, I was pulling up the uh the trailer to see if we could hear his voice there's never been a black cop in the city we think you might be the man to open things up around here Hello, this is Ron Stallworth calling. Stop it right there. This is David Duke, Grand Wizard of the Cool. 
This is Ron Stallworth. Like, you, you can hear that. All right, at a Ku Klux Klan. This is Ron Stallworth. Like, he's got all that draw of his dad. Well, Go ahead. Ku Klux Klan. That David Duke? God. Last time I checked. Well, what can I do for him? Well, since you asked, I hate blacks. Dad, I hate God. Jews. Jews. Mexicans and Irish. All right, Jews. Italians and Chinese. Chinese. But my mouth to God's ears, I really hate those black rats. And anyone else, really, that doesn't have pure white Aryan blood running through their veins. I'm happy to be talking to a true white American. God bless white America. Dude. The KKK is planning an attack. How do you propose to make this investigation? We'll establish contact over the phone. We'll need a white officer to play me when they meet face-to-face. And for the white race, Ron? Oh, hell yeah. So there becomes a combined Ron Stallworth. Can you do that? With the right white man, we can do anything. With the right white man, we could do anything. That's a, that's a comedic line. Yeah. There's comedy in that line. Dave Chappelle, with the white, with the right white man, we could do anything. You understand what I'm saying? Like, even though this is a drama, yeah, it's kind of pretty much, yeah. But the com, go the, ahead. The, 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 I'm just saying, the artist, the motherfucker with the with the with the it with the skills with the talent, sniffs that out. That line with the right white man, we could do anything. Play with that. But since this is based on a true story, maybe the, Spike Lee wanted the irony to be there more so than I the jokes. I don't know that. I, I think Spike would have taken anything that was good. If it delivered, if it, if it was what it was supposed to be, how do you not? You brought up De Niro, though, just a second ago. Right. Uh, you, were, uh, you were on stage Saturday Night Live. De Niro played uh, Mueller on Saturday Night Live this last mm-hmm. weekend. I just wanted to throw that in because I was uh, yeah I, I, I was I would have loved to have seen it. I was mad. I, I'm right, not mad. I would have loved to have seen it. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I was just mad that he played that he said I, I didn't like that fuck Trump thing because I felt it was just playing to the audience of everybody that hates Trump. Right. But when he did that, I saw that he's committed to his opinion and putting his view out there about right. Trump. It wasn't just a anyway. That's off topic. I just wanted to say that because you, you you brought him up. You know, it, it was funny. Uh, again, before you came and got me. Uh, I was watching stuff on YouTube and I was watching the making of Goodfellas. And it just, you know, I've, I've heard so many of these stories when insiders do makings of movies and shows and it just makes you go. I, like, I wish non-Hollywood people, like the people that are listening to this, you know, you guys often will complain and, and call people in Hollywood babies and, oh, you want us to feel sorry for you, but yet you make all this money and blah, blah, blah. And yes, it's true. Some of these cats make enormous amounts of money and live the greatest lives. But you really have to understand that until you reach that elite level, and and, and a lot of people don't reach the elite level. (coughs) And even if you're successfully at mid-level, that's still damn good. But the amount of shit, bullshit, hypocrisy, politics, the amount of shit you got to put up with, if... I guess you almost have to be an artist and be in it to understand how infuriating it is because you look at the finished product and you go as an audience, man, that was one of the greatest movies I ever saw. Some of the most memorable scenes. You remember the dialogue, the way it made you feel, the comedy, the motion, the tear jerk. And do you guys need to understand when we say I hate 
hate. I'm talking about Klansman type hate. The people that we call them the suits. The people that run this fucking business. Because they got no goddamn business in the creative process. Just sign the fucking check. That's what you should do. Just sign the motherfucking check. Stop meddling in what you don't belong in. And I'm saying that to say they were talking about in Goodfellas. Remember the scene where Joe Pesci shoots Spider? Yeah. Yeah, hey, Spider, give me a couple of fucking steps. And Spider goes, hey, go fuck yourself, Tommy. Oh! And De Niro, you going to fucking take that? Bam, bam, bam. And he shoots. The studio wanted that cut out because they felt, you know, uh, how it makes the guys look. Well, number one, they're fucking gangsters. They're supposed to be psychotic. They're supposed to be psychotic. They're not supposed. But their argument was up until that point, this is the studio. You like these guys. They were likable. Do you understand what the fuck this movie is? It's gangsters. So, yes, they were likable. But the artistic turn that was needed, as Scorsese was explaining it, was that. To show who they really really were. And the studio wanted to cut that out. I hate them motherfuckers, man. Do you know how many times these stories have been told where the studios were going to ruin what was later known as a masterpiece because they wanted to validate their positions and their paychecks by going, see, we, we had a hand in the creative. You don't, you, don't belong in, you don't belong in the kitchen. Fuck out. Just sit down. Be a customer. Grab the menu. Order your dish. We'll serve it to you. Eat. Get the fuck out. Don't worry. Don't get, get out the kitchen. It makes me sick. But it's the same thing that's happening like in sports, that money ball mentality where you're doing the st- statistics to, uh, to get the right players. Would that be like the analytics? The analytics part, yeah. Right. Because they're bringing them in. They're, 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 they're counting the numbers. And the, that's what they do in, in the business. They want to, is it likable to go to the, 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 the audience? The, what is it called? The audience? Uh, the research audience? Where they right. show. That, that's all they're doing because they don't trust, because they don't trust the artist. You pay all that money the, to the, the artist. Art, the, the artist is Scorsese. Yeah, as a director, you, you don't trust him. No one. They don't. I don't think that this that business trusts anybody. Oh, Jesus, dude. The only reason Seinfeld and I bring Seinfeld up because it's such a it's 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 it was a show that ran for a long time. People don't understand it. It's still being quoted to this day. But if that would have been like a show that was really greenlit, that like go ahead make you know. The, the season run, whatever right. it is, 20 episodes, 22 episodes. Right. It would have never made it. Well, but they also said that it struggled out the gate. Out the gate. And and it almost got close to being canceled until... I, I don't know the, all the inside depth about, about that, but I'd be curious to know what turned that around. Well, they got past four episodes. The first episode is tra- it's not tr- It's not trash. It's just they didn't know how to make a, a sitcom yet. Right. But because they left him alone and let the talent grow oh, and figure see, it out. There we go. And once you let the talent figure itself out, it right. took it took him to another level. But that that's that's just the thing. If you that when the when the studio has a bunch of money up, they don't want to be silent. They want their opinion. That's why that's why these guys who make the the. Uh, the movies for no money in the beginning have these great movies and then they get the Hollywood deal and the movie goes nowhere. Well, and I mean, you know, listen, and you know, I was, as I was watching this again, I'm going, I'm watching a bunch of shit, but you know, I also saw this thing about the top 15 worst bombs of all time. 
and I think one of the uh, of the movies at the top of the list was uh, the Lone Ranger, and one of the re- and the budget for that was two sixty, two hundred sixty million dollars. I thought the highest budget ever was like around one twenty five, two sixty, but they said one of the biggest reasons why that movie crashed is because of how ridiculous Johnny Depp looked as the Indian and the fact that he was a white man playing an Indian. And again, this Hollywood formula where they think all the time you need a name to be a hit. It's like I can understand the Lone Ranger being a name. He's Jordan. Tonto is Pippin. Why wouldn't you just go and get a Native American unknown actor to play that role? But you had to get Johnny Depp, which showed you even with the name. If they're making it today, they I don't think that they would have even attempted that. What, Johnny Depp? Yeah. It wasn't that long ago. It wasn't that long ago, but it was before this whole new change. in. Uh, in the- I, I don't even know that that applies to Hollywood and white actors because there's still, to this day, white actors playing Asian parts. Well, that's what they Asian were complaining characters. about. That's what they're complaining about. Well, we've been complaining about it. But it's changed. Uh, Has it? I hope it's supposed to be changed. Uh, yeah, a lot of supposed to be's. <laughs> there is a lot of supposed to be's. So. Uh, well, so... All in all, though, let's let's we let wrap up Black Klansman. Did you like the movie? I I I I uh, <sighs> when you say like in terms of perspective, if it came on HBO and you were sitting at home, you no, had nothing else to do, you wouldn't no, watch it again. No, it didn't. It didn't captivate me like I see, that. And you didn't like the movie. Not that I didn't like it. it, it when I think of a movie I didn't like. Um, what movie comes on and you watch it every time you see it on it, when it comes on to the TV? Like, oh, with- shit. Goodfellas, uh, Tombstone. Shawshank? I'd be in a mood. And I liked it. I liked that movie. That movie always but, but, gets me. But that's, play it all that's, the time, though. It's so... It depends. If I'm not... If I'm just like, chilling, yeah. If I'm eating, if I got a sub sandwich and some food, I got to enjoy my... <laughs> I got the food and the movie go together. But if I'm just laying around, yeah, I could do Shawshank. <laughs> when uh, my bites feel different when it's a good movie. Uh, when the scene when you're eating and the scene in Goodfellas comes out where uh, uh, they're digging up the body, they have to move the body, right? And uh, Ray Liotta starts throwing up because of the smell that of the body. But then uh, Joe Pesci says, uh, "Hey, you want to come over? My mom's making uh, sausage and peppers." And uh, and then he's Ray Liotta starts throwing up again. That doesn't bother you? Nah, because I don't equate sausage and peppers with. Okay, because you know I know mean? sometimes you do have that. You don't want to hear. Oh no, I don't want to see it. If it if it was visual, I couldn't fuck with it. Because you were thinking about some chicken the other day, and I started saying some stuff that I read about KFC, and you're like, nah, just yeah, because I'm about to eat chicken, and now you're about to give me in depth <laughs> details about. <laughs> horrendous chicken stories yeah no nah, i'm good do hey out there if anybody listens to this go do your research on chicken from kfc and see how um how they farm raise that chicken check that out again uh, you know you in the creative process nigga enjoy the end result <laughs> you be in a, you be in a suit right now fuck up out the kitchen nigga i'm just telling you just check i'm no no because i'm saying there's other places to get chicken just check out how they they, they farm i tell you chicken. what though um to anybody out there, if you work at a Popeye's, uh, <laughs> yo, man, y'all can't sell chicken without hot sauce, B. I almost slapped the shit out the little Vietnamese broad okay. who worked at the Popeye's yesterday in the mall. Bitch, I, 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 was, I was coin flipping between Wendy's or Popeye's because as far as fast food go, 
Those are my my burger spot. Number one is Wendy's. My chicken spot is Popeyes, and both were damn near next to each other, right across the. So way. I was I was in a I was in a conundrum. I was like, which one? Which one? And you know, heads Popeyes, tails uh, Wendy's, and uh, you went against your flip. That's why it got fucked up. I know, and and Popeyes won, and I bought a three piece, and this bitch tell me she ain't got no hot sauce. And it turned, I wouldn't have bought that shit if I know you ain't had no hot sauce. Dude, it turned into a Spike Lee movie right oh, then nigga. and there. What? It was the there's this it's it was the funniest thing because they had all Asians working in the black restaurant Popeyes <laughs> in the mall. Right. And you could see it in Oh, it was like a nigga Asian exchange. And you could see it not just in you but in other people that were there cuz I'm not trying this is not me making fun of someone who's not from here. But this chick obviously it will be wasn't me. As soon as from you wrap here. this up. She was not from here. And I still looked at Aries and I said, I didn't understand anything she said until she all I understood is that she moved her hand and pointed me to the direction I was supposed to go. And then you said she repeated you repeated a line that she said. I don't even remember what it was. And and, and you know, when he says Spike Lee movie, because you if anybody that's obviously familiar with Spike Lee, he does that camera trick where the characters are standing still, but it's like they're on a trolley. They're standing still, so they're not walking, but they're moving forward. So that to me is a so minus that because you can't see that. But another staple in a Spike Lee movie, whenever there's an exchange, it always feels jazzy to me. So it it would almost be like, um, we not had no hot sauce. What you mean you ain't got no motherfucking hot sauce? We not had no hot sauce. You gotta have some fucking hot sauce. We tell you we not had no hot sauce. Next time you gotta come here, you better get some hot sauce. Black people eat hot sauce. Okay, sir. Tighten up. Your famous line Tighten was up. you walked away, though. Yeah. Do better. Oh, say yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you don't have no hot sauce. We don't have no hot sauce, sir. <sighs> Do better. Okay. It, it just, it just, it was an intense moment. <laughs> but the other reason it was Spike Lee to me is because when they have the argument between uh, the cross cultures, right? They have like a tight p- shot where you see like one group yelling at each other, right. and it's a quick shot over to the other right. group, and that's how it was. I was and watching was both of you back and forth, back and shit. forth, back and forth. I back almost forth. wish we could put that in a visual, <laughs> dude. I know we've been we've been promising this, and and trust me, animation takes time, but we we we're really gonna put out. Uh, the Pussy Podcast well, Not the Pussy Podcast The Arnold Schwarzenegger The, the Shakedown We're going to animate Some of the podcasts And put it out there And when we do Hopefully with fingers crossed And knocking on wood This thing turns out to be What we think it could be Because Obviously we can't do this For every episode But we will pick moments That we thought Kind of stood out And animate that uh, And put it out there For you guys Because that right there That's an animation piece because that will sell it for the Spike Lee. And the way you just described it, yeah. it has to cut that way in animation. Her, me, her, me. Close up, intensity, jazz music, the standing still, but with the zoom in. Do better. And yeah, then you just do, do, do better. Yeah, yeah. I, can, I clearly can see that. Yeah, that, but it's exactly how it looked yesterday. Um, you want to talk about, since we're talking about race, you want to talk about... Uh, you want to talk about this caravan of uh, what, what I, I read is 400, uh, 4,500 uh, immigrants from Guatemala. Bef- Gra- you know before, Guatemala. Before, before, no, you want to do some more fun stuff? No, no, no. no. I, we can go into that. But before we talk about anything else in terms of race, let, let's talk about the obvious. Because um, as you being the white guy, 
I'm gonna need you to um, finally put your official stamp on this. So, another mass shooting. Yep. In my neck of the woods, the valley, Thousand Oaks. Uh, white guy goes into a bar and how many did he kill? Twelve. 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 Shoots twelve people. Then what was it? A couple weeks before that, the synagogue. That was white guy shoots eleven. I think synagogue eleven. Way earlier this year, or maybe middle of this year, Vegas shooter. Right. There was the two uh, black. Uh, I think believe it was a couple that was uh, gunned down at Kroger's. Kroger's. What uh, is that? Um, it's a food. It's a food chain. I'm not, I shouldn't say Kroger's. Let me take that back because it's a food chain at some grocery store. They were gunned down there. Apparently, he was trying to get into a church and they wouldn't let him in. And then he went out and okay. And then there was the Vegas shooting. The Vegas shooting, which was and then somebody some recently some people in a church, some kids in in uh, what part of the country? Somewhere in Texas. I don't know. All I re- all I remember is a post from uh, I think Eddie Griffin posted that said. Uh, 311, 307 days and 311 well, shootings. Okay. So I, I don't know how many. It's, right, a, so, it's uh, a lot. Okay. Here's my question. <clears throat> can, can you please, you as a white guy, yeah. finally put your stamp on the fact that the most dangerous motherfuckers in America, and Don Lemon got caught flack for this on yeah. CNN. I sent you the thing. And what he said was absolutely accurate. No. No, no. I'm going to fight with you. All right. Well, we're going to fight then. But before we do, and I want to give a big suck my cock to them two black coon niggas that actually tried to bring the heat on Don Lemon for saying this. Just like white men with guns are the most dangerous people to American society, coons are the most dangerous thing to niggas. Um, Really, we, we, we could do without you motherfuckers. Uh, I wish these mass shooters would shoot your cool niggas because y'all niggas is dangerous. White folks, can you please admit, Andy, that the white man is with guns are the most dangerous? No? No. Oh, shit, here we go. No? No. Okay. Took a left. So in terms of American safety, here at home, yeah. niggas, Muslims, and Mexicans are more of a threat than white men with guns. No. So then if you're not going going left and you're not going right, where are you going? I I I'm I can't say that white men with guns are the Then who is? Well let, let let's break it down then a little bit. First of all uh, Before you break it down, uh give me the ending to the movie first. Yes or no? Before no. you break it down. No. 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 Okay, now now break it down. Uh, the biggest attack in our recent past killed 3,500 people One in one swoop came from outside of the United States and came with two planes crashing into the World Trade Center. This is where we, we like, in re- if, you, if you divide history up by uh, happenings. You're doing 9-11? Yeah. That was, that was a lot more than... Uh, than if, you, if you take out 9-11. Okay. Even if you included 9-11. Okay, let me, uh, prior to... The, okay, I'll put it to you like this. The last attack on U.S. soil uh, by, by you know, another, another group of people, Pearl Harbor, right? Yeah. So from Pearl Harbor to 9-11, in between, you mean tell me that white men with guns and acts of violence by white men combined with 
after 9-11 to now, does it outweigh 9-11? No. What I'm saying is, is that if you go and we uh, – let's, let, let's take Vermont, for instance, that has more guns and a lot of white people – has has a, a very good record of uh, no uh, crime is low, uh, gun violence is is low, gun training is high. It depends on where you are, is what I'm saying. I I think it, you can't break this down by just a group. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say in any group that I would put on any group because this is where this is. We divide ourselves up. We have a gun problem in the country. Now, do you want to have a white man gun problem? I don't know. I mean, I guess we we could. We could say that since all these these killings are white dudes with guns that we're seeing, even though I heard there's three a hundred three hundred and three hundred eleven shootings. Are those all by white men? I don't know. I know those are the ones that. We definitely have a big problem with considering that uh, Vegas, but ve- look at now. Let's again. I, I'm not going to win with this, but I'll, I'll go to this. Take the middle of the country. The killings. Not that I'm happy with any of the killings that are happening. Vegas, California. Where are the other ones? Pittsburgh. That was a weird one. Uh, and that was in a ch- that was in the synagogue. Um, Thousand Oaks. Thousand Oaks. That wasn't. Uh, I guess what I was trying to get at Miami, where the uh, that one, I don't I don't know uh, how long ago that one was. Was that two years ago? Not sure. That was a mass shooting. Uh, it seems to be in populated areas, and where I, I think we're we're not getting to maybe some people that need more help. Crazy people, crazy people kill people like this. Who just happened to be white. They happened to be white. Mm. That last dude was a soldier. And uh, what made him even crazier, it sounds like he wanted to kill people to bring attention to guns, the way that they wrote what was posted on his Facebook wall. So he definitely brought some attention to it. But you're going to say that it's, you want to say that it's white guys? That's only white guys that are doing this? Well, of, of course. You know, crazy comes in all facets. But I'm talking about when the narrative has been driven that we are got we gotta fear Muslims. The narrative is wrong. We don't have to fear Muslims. We have to fear people that hate America and Americans. That's what we have to well, fear. Well it seems like a lot of white men with guns hate America and Americans if they're killing Americans in America. I don't know what they hate. I know that a particular in in, in the one in the synagogue they hated Jews. It wasn't that they hated all Americans. They wanted a white, pure America. That is a problem. Uh, they, the one that just happened in um, California, was that, where, where's that yeah, at? Yeah, Downs and Oaks, yeah. Uh, I don't know what he hated. I know that he was an ex-military, and I don't know anything else about him. I don't, they haven't released that much information about him. Would you, would, you, would you say that somehow, because I know people will say America has a fascination with guns. But sometimes I feel like when we say America, let's be specific, because a lot of times we're not included in America as we should be, as we want to be. We're just not. Niggas get excluded from America. 
But would you say that white 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 people have a fascination with guns, particularly white men, a fascination with violence? Yeah. Okay. Well, that brings me back to my original point. But that isn't that isn't your original point. It's who we're supposed to be. His point was the most dangerous people to America is is white men. Do you say white men or do you say white men with guns? What difference does it make? It's the same thing. No, it's not. Okay, if he said white men with butter knives because white men are going around shanking motherfuckers with butter knives, yeah. does it make a difference? Yeah. The weapon of choice makes a difference? No, because not all white men are the problem. Okay, and not all niggas uh, can jump and run, but a lot of us do. Yeah. So A lot of you don't. Okay, but let's not beat it. You, I, you, I feel like you're beating around the bush. No, because what I'm saying is... Okay, so just, then fuck the guns part. Let me ask you. What he said, white men. He said white men. Yeah. Are the greatest threat... How do you say it? The greatest threat to... Let me pull it up here so we can get it right. Black Leader's powerful message to CNN over Don Lemon's anti-white comments. Anti-white comments is what they how they wrote it. CNN host Don Lemon is facing continued backlash over comments he made earlier this week regarding the threat he claimed one group in particular poses a homeland to poses to homeland security. Lemon drew fire specifically for declaring that the biggest terror threat in this country are white men. There yep. we go. That's a problem. Okay. Because if I stood out and I said the biggest threat. Before you explain why, what is he saying that's not right? White men aren't the biggest threat. Statistically, more white men are killing people in this country than Muslims. So where is he wrong? Because he didn't he didn't compare. He said the biggest threat. Homeland security, did he not? Yeah, but that- So what are we talking about when we say homeland security? Is it about us versus the Jamaicans? We know who we talking about. No. Let's call a spade a spade. No. Homeland security it, what homeland security right now is is working on Russia whether Russia was hacking our election. Okay, when's, the last, okay, when's the last time Russia uh attacked us? And 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 hacking elections ain't the same as shooting motherfuckers. No. I'd rather motherfucker hack my computer or hack anything than shoot me. See, this is the thing that's cute to me about white people sometimes. You guys dance around shit. No, I'm going to no, tell you you're why. Dancing. I'm going to tell you why. Okay, go ahead. First of all, yeah, there are. I, I don't know what the, the exact numbers are. No numbers are given. I don't know who who's dying more over gun violence in this country. I really don't, Andy. Let's. I really want to simplify. No, this. let's pull up the gun. Let's pull up the numbers on who dies more of guns. Here you go with analytics. No, what I'm saying is, Andy, it's Andy, dangerous. Andy. It's dangerous at any time to put it on a specific. Let's have group a yes or no. Let's have a yes okay. or no. Are Muslims killing more people in America on American soil than white men with guns? Yes or no? Than white men with guns. White men with guns shooting people. Are Muslims more responsible for American deaths on American soil than white men with guns? I don't think so. Yes or no? I don't think so. So no. I, I would say no. I don't have numbers, but no, I don't You're, think so. Okay. Uh, are any other racial group? Uh, black America kills a lot of black Americans right now in Chicago. The numbers are very high. So when we add up all the single shootings, I don't know if it's more than the uh, 12 people that were killed uh, at one time. I could so choke you with Christmas wire. You, right you, or you, what you, you want, you want to get into whether it's guns or not guns. I'm, that's what I'm saying. It said terror threat. Who's the biggest ter- terror threat? It didn't say guns. It didn't say violence. It said terror threat. Anybody with any kind of historical knowledge about America 
knows exactly what Don was saying. It's not even about America. It it's, is about no, America. No, it's not because it goes past that. White his men. Original, white it's, men. In his, it's in his, his, his first line. White men. It's a race thing. Why is he saying white men? White men statistically throughout the dawn of time have been more dangerous to the world Egg than any other person. Exactly, which is why I said that shit on Vlad. Historically speaking, white men have been the most dangerous motherfuckers on the planet. I don't give a fuck if it's a gun, a whip, a lynching rope, a police baton, a justice document, whatever the fuck it is. White men have been the most dangerous motherfuckers on this planet. Come on, man. I just said that. Stop fucking nutcrackering around this shit. No, I just said it. I don't agree with what he said because in a, the way politically that he said it, that would be like me said going in and say the most dangerous people armed in Chicago are black men. You don't. Are they? Armed? Yeah. Well, other than the cops. I'm not running from it if that's the truth. Are they? And they probably are. Yeah. But there's a deeper reason for that. And we both know what that is. We do. If we're going to pick the womb, let's pick the fucking scab and dive deep. But, no alcohol or peroxide. But this is what the problem is. Because we, 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 like Don Lemon, Don Lemon disappointed me in this. And here's why he disappointed me in this. Because when you have someone overreaching in statements, it's the president, and you call them out for it, and then you are the next person to do it. We have a president that overreaches in every statement that he gives. And he says the most baffling shit on the face of the earth that I've And the most understand. racist shit. And the most uh, 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 degrading shit. So when we have someone that's supposed to be doing the news as a news reporter and puts out information like that, I can't get behind that. But what is it you have a problem getting behind? I can understand if he was saying something that w- where there was no truth-based. That is extremely truth-based. What can't you get behind? What is he saying that's so far-fetched in your mind where it's like, that's wrong? Because we're arguing about whether it's white men, black men, Muslim men, when the problem is guns. I don't even understand why we're arguing when it's obvious. Because the problem is guns. Okay. Let let me, again, yes or no. Let's say it wasn't a gun. Let's say it was a, do you think that if you took away the guns... If these motherfuckers were set on doing damage, they wouldn't find other ways to do damage. No, they go in with, uh, they could go in, uh, like uh, in the Boston Marathon, Boston Marathon, where they made uh, pressure cookers. Okay, but and those made were Muslims that did that. Yeah, but uh, you know, Americans can use the internet. White American dudes can use the internet just the same. Well, last time white dudes was blowing up shit was back in the '60s when they were bombing churches. Uh, no, not only that, there was also white dudes bombing shit on the liberal side because they were against the Vietnam War. So we've had a problem with violence in this country the whole time, no matter what side you're on. So you just going to relegate it to just it's a violence thing. No, it's not a violence thing. I, 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 this is the first time in my life. Uh, and the reason why I, I, I'm not going to get pinned down on this is because this is the first time in my life that I think that serious gun control legislation needs to be enacted immediately. And I've never felt as more the way that I do now because I've always felt that the more rights you give away, you can't get rights back once you give them away. But I don't think that we know how to play with guns, and I think we have to pull them back. I, and not just not guns, not but the the illegal use of guns, we st- need to start being more stringent about who has guns, how they get their guns, how they purchase guns, close loopholes with guns, and these large magazines like the like the, the, the dude used in To Kill uh, here in, uh, in California. Uh, those, it's unnecessary. Now, being said that, 
And this is why I said saying white men with guns bothers me is because the people in the Midwest that have guns, white dudes have guns that use them for hunting, for uh, taking care of their land, for taking care of uh, animals that are... Uh, you doing that cute shit again. No. But no, they don't do, have you, they don't have the same problem with you, guns you, that we do. You, you are doing that cute shit. No, they don't have no, the no, same no, no, problem. No, no, no. Andy, here's what you're doing. Here's what you're doing. Duh. This is a duh moment. Okay, but you obviously, of course, of course, the majority. That's like saying about the cops. Of course, no, that's listen, not what I'm saying. You don't understand what I'm saying. Let me finish. That's like saying, of course, all cops aren't bad cops. Most cops are good cops. Of course, everybody with guns, all white men with guns ain't a danger. Of course, most white men use them for hunting. We That's, uh, duh, that's cute what you're doing. No, you, you, go ahead. The gist of it is this. He said white men. Now, he didn't say white men with guns. He specifically said white men because what he's saying, which is true, is historically speaking, white guys have had a history of violence. Guns happens to be the the, the the means at which they're doing what they're doing, but it's still about violent acts. Yeah. I understand that, but you didn't understand what I was just saying. What I was saying was when I talk about, I was talking about gun laws and to pass gun laws because the uh, populated city areas can't handle guns is going to infringe on the middle of the country who have no problems with their guns the same way that they do in populated city areas. That's what I was saying. You went into a completely different direction that I wasn't going. Let me ask you a question and be honest. If all these mass shootings was done by Negroes, do you think for one second that wouldn't be happening. The gun laws? No, 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 no. Not just the gun laws, because I think that would definitely change. If they changed the rules after OJ killed two white people and got away with it, mass shootings? Yes, the rules would be changed immediately. I'm asking you, you don't think that the media or anybody from the media, like a, if Lauren, a Lord, what's the bitch's name? Shut up and dribble. And that's basketball. You don't think any of these undercover racist right wing news pundits would hesitate to point out that niggas are out here mass killings the same white people that they're gave, saying that now and you guys aren't even doing they're it bring, they're, they're talking about Chicago specifically yeah. that's the go to Chicago, that's the, that's Chicago. The go to. that's like the, the first thing white people say when we when black people talk about black, uh, police brutality well what about black on black crime that's the fucking weak go to so the same way they would attack LeBron would shut up and dribble and this is minor shit. The same way they attacked Obama for wearing a tan fucking suit. If niggas was going around shooting white people up, you don't think that they would be talking about this? You don't think the headline would read a thousand times? Black men are the most dangerous? Um, I don't know. Probably. Probably. I'm saying probably. I don't think they would get away with it today. I think that that is the reason why Don Lemon got flack for it is because in this world that we're trying or attempting to build, it isn't about saying this person's doing that. Right now in the media, I've never seen more of a time in the media where they say, well, 
Trump said this, but and then Trump will, or the White House will go, well, they said this before this, or Obama did this, and then they go, well, this re- did this, and then these we're like little kids saying that the other one did it. No one's taking responsibility for doing it right right now. Here's one of the things I do love about white people: you guys don't run from truth. You guys love truth. You you love it like an abusive sexual pain. You like it turns you on. Notice that the ones that gave Don Lemon flack are the coons. Nobody white gave him flack. Nobody white had said he didn't catch backlash from white people because they know the truth. Because there is that's the truth. Because of the people who have done the killing is are they are white. There is no denying that. So if there's no denying it, what is your issue? It was if the there's wor- no denying it. What is your issue? Because I don't think they're the most dangerous. I think that they are the people who have caused the most problems right now with guns. And for a news, not a news pundit, for the news anchor to say something like that is counterproductive to what we're trying to do right now in this country. That's the problem. He's an anchor. He's supposed to report the news, not come up with it. Is this still my mic? Yeah, that's your mic. That's why I put the red on it. That's the one you farted in it. Says fart on it. <laughs> that was a real fart too, guys. Yeah, that too. gurgly motherfucking fart. It sounded like someone that got shot just gargling through blood. I don't. Un- it's it's like when Trump says that. Mu- it's like saying that Muslims are terrorists. It's like saying, is, is are we are we are all Muslims terrorists? No. Are all white men the most dangerous people to the to the country? No. Are, are but. Right now, they're responsible for more shootings. Now, didn't I just say that, though? Let's right, rewind right, it. No. Rewind the tape. Right now. With your gun example. No, right didn't now, I just go, we know not all white men, some use guns for, for hunting. Yeah. Didn't I say that? Yeah. After we already so got- So we just got back no, around. No, no. You you got it to that later after I already s- stood up and said, no, that isn't the way we're supposed to be doing this. And I just want- When you just said, is there another way to do it? Yeah. Who's done it the other way? Who Besides guns, who's done it the other way? The two Muslim kids that blew up the, uh, uh, Boston when during the- uh, Boston Marathon. That's the other way to do it. Am I calling? So for all those people who go, Muslims are the most dangerous. Are they? No. I know plenty of Muslims that are no problem, that love this country and adapt it to the, the culture of this country. They haven't adapted so far that they bought guns and shot people, but... Say that one part. Say that part again. Yeah, I, it was a smart-ass answer to you. Uh, was it? Yeah. He was also a military person that had access to all this equipment. So what does that mean? I don't know. Maybe the military needs to do a better job of who they put in and what they give to people. I don't know. I don't have an answer for it. But I know that we need some better gun control. And I know that it's going to affect the middle of the country that has nothing to do with the fact that city life, masses amount of people living together, for whatever reason, don't get along well enough to be able to play in the same sandbox together. Until otherwise, proven, and I'm talking about from a personal experience for me, knock on wood, I'm I'm more scared of the white man than I am a Muslim. I was never held up by a white man. I was held up by two black dudes. And I'm not any more scared of black men than I am of white dudes. Well, that's cute. No, it's the truth. That's cute. How is it? How is it cute? Because uh, you, the chances of you, 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 I, yo, you, you white, you, I, you, I, man, it's, cops, white guys with guns, which essentially the same thing. 
I think you're too leaning on cops. I think cops are all, until cops start reporting what other cops are doing that are wrong, they're all bad. One bad apple spoils the bunch. They're cops. That's what they get paid to do. We're not talking about crazy people right now. We're not talking about mass murders. We're talking about people that are paid to serve and protect. And if they lie, cover up for other people that are cops, that are hurting and injuring, killing other people in this country, and no one's saying anything about it, that's a bigger problem. And this whiteness conversation has been brought to you by Sherman Tissue. (laughs) Cotton and all things white. Uh, Bravo, Don Lemon. I I think it's a mistake. I think it's a mistake. I do. He said it after an amazing thing is going on in this country right now. Do you know how many people came out to vote? The Dems won the House back, didn't they? Yeah. Great. They might have won the Senate back. Hooray. It's time for the evil empire to be out of there. Do you know why? Do I know why what? They won. Yeah, it's obvious why they won. Why? Because they had to get this motherfucker out of here. That's not the reason why they won. So you think they showed out in record numbers for what other reason? Did well, they get him out of here? Yeah, but both sides showed up in record numbers because that's why all the races were close. This has been the most, this, this horrible, horrible this, from all bad things, sun will shine. This dude is going to change the way we vote. He's going to change the way we look at people that we're going to put into office. It's going to change things. This is this the counter effect of a Trump <coughs> is going to affect this country for the positive. All right. On that note, uh, that's our time. It's only one hour. I know. We got to do a different one now. We could have just done an extended. Uh, All right. So we're just going to live on Trump is going to. This was good. The Trump was good. Yeah. All right, we'll we'll get ended there. Hey, we're not uh, we're not together next week. Nope. Uh, You're going to be in uh, Dayton, Ohio, Funny Bone. Yeah. Uh, so what? How did you coin the phrase? Uh, yeah, I think I need some side comedy. <laughs> That's your phrase. Yeah, I think I'm going to get some side comedy. Me and Andy need to, especially after this conversation, take geez. a break. Patreon. Come on, guys. I need you guys to fucking subscribe. Don't just listen to the fucking podcast and then leave me out there. I'm trying to make things happen here. Will you please subscribe to my goddamn Patreon page? P-A-T-R-E-O-N. You know, was it like a dollar, two dollars or whatever it is? I'm trying to get some shit going here. Uh, Also, my YouTube, which I think my shit was fucked up because I had some videos on there that didn't belong on there. So I wasn't able to monetize and turn that into moolah. But I think my guy just straightened that out. Um, So go there and hit the subscribe button. YouTube, Aries Spears, my channel. Uh, Instagram, Aries Spears Official. Tell somebody to tell somebody to tell somebody to listen to this fucking podcast. Um, Yeah, man, help us fucking grow. If we grow, you grow. You know, we all in the infantile stage of a baby dick. If we all stick together, we can all mature into one big giant cock together. Go fuck the world. 
<laughs> uh, I'm going to be at Bananas next week with Jim. Speaking of cocks. Yeah, with Jim Florentine. Uh, I never worked with Jim before. Do you know Jim? No, I don't. I think that's one of Bill's boys, isn't it? I uh, might be. That crew, uh, was it Jim Florentine? Uh, Jim Norton. Bill, not Jim Norton. Uh, he's got like a crew of guys. Uh, fuck, their names escape me. Oh, but Paul Verzi. And- Paul Verzi and there's somebody else. Uh, J- I know all these. The, the I know all these guys. Yeah, his his click. Yeah, I I, I don't know. If, I didn't know Jim Florentine was in that, but maybe. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you can also go to my uh, webpage, andycomedy.com. On the upper right hand corner is all my social media. I like Instagram, but I would also like you to buy a t shirt from me. Um, well, we're over here begging. Yeah, I need some t shirt money. It's the holidays. Shit, this is gonna be a rough. One. It's gonna be tough. All right, man. Uh, talk to you soon. Bye. Pussy ass nigga.